Let's open with prayer. May the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart always be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This year and every year, the airwaves are inundated with Christmas movies and Christmas specials. They're on 24-7 on some channels. And when you see all these, it's easy to, you know, just pick out favorites, and sometimes they all look the same. There's one in particular that I've always liked, and that's a Charlie Brown Christmas. It's all about that lovable loser, Charlie Brown, and he feels depressed at Christmas time. And he's trying to figure out, is there something wrong with me? Why am I feeling depressed? I know I'm supposed to be happy. And he goes to all his friends and tries to get some advice. And when he sees all the commercialism, and then he runs into his own dog, Snoopy, competing in a decorating contest for money, what is it that Charlie Brown says? Good grief. Throughout the 50-year run of Peanuts, in its syndicated column, that was often Charlie Brown's response to difficulties around him. Good grief. And that seems like such a contradiction. After all, grief isn't good. Is there such a thing as good grief? Well, actually there is. God tells us in his word that there is such a thing as good grief. The Apostle Paul wrote two inspired letters to the Corinthian congregation that are preserved for us in his word. In the first one, he called out many of the individuals in that congregation and the congregation as a whole for their sins. Now, you can just imagine how that was received. After all, how do we respond when someone tells us that we're sinning? If someone calls us out, telling us we're sinning by breaking a rule on campus, by not being respectful to our elders, if someone tells us we're sinning by being proud of our own abilities, what is our initial response? It's often anger or trying to justify ourselves and say, oh, I'm not hurting anybody. Or everyone has some pride. At least initially, that's often our response. But we're told in, that, in, in the Bible that in the end, the people in that Corinthian congregation responded with grief over their sin. We read in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, Even if I made you grieve with my letter, that is, his previous letter to them, I do not regret it. As it is, I rejoice, not because you were grieved, but because you were grieved into repenting, for you felt a godly grief, so that you suffered no loss through us. For godly grief produces repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. Good grief, godly Grief, as Paul calls it here, leads to repentance over sin. Leads to sorrow over the fact that we've fallen short of God's commands. 
Now, why am I talking about grief during Advent? Because besides Charlie Brown, another individual preparing for Christmas spoke of good grief. That forerunner of Jesus, John the Baptist, his message is summed up in Matthew and Mark in the words, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And he didn't just say in general, repent. He spoke specifically, calling out the individuals of his day even calling the Pharisees, those outwardly holy people, the most self-righteous people of the day, calling them a bunch of snakes. Back then, that wasn't a very nice thing to say. He called on them and all people to repent, express that godly grief, good grief over sin. And that's how the people of Jesus' day, and that's how we prepare for our Lord's coming at Advent time. This king is coming. And we have to recognize that we have not lived up to his standard of holiness. We've fallen short. We continue to sin every day. And when we consider our failures and compare them to how much he loved us, we compare them to how he showed that love for us and sending his son to die in our place. When we see how he continues to show his love for us each and every day, pouring blessings in our lives, when we consider all this and we see how disappointed, how much we have disappointed him, we cannot help but feel grief. Grief over our sins. But this grief does not lead to despair. As Paul said, good grief or godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation. When we are truly sorry for our sins, when we're sorry for what we've done, it works a change in our hearts. Repentance. Literally a turning around, a changing in direction of one's mind from turning away from God to turning towards him in humble repentance. In the Charlie Brown Christmas special, Charlie Brown goes to all his friends to help him get out of this depression, to try and get him into the Christmas spirit. He's encouraged to hang up decorations, catch snowflakes on his tongue, take part in the school Christmas play, even get a Christmas tree. None of these things help until little Linus, the smallest of the group, the one who still has to hang on to his security blanket, finally tells Charlie Brown what the true meaning of Christmas is by reciting these words from Luke 2. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be the sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. 
And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And that's why I love this Christmas special. It's a rare show on television that actually gets to the heart of Christmas. Even when it was first made back in 1965, the idea of bringing in the actual words of the Bible, God's word was controversial. And it almost led to the show getting rejected by that network. But Charles Schultz, the creator of Charlie Brown and the whole Peanuts gang, he insisted that it be included. His partner recalled when they were arguing about it that Charles insisted and would not do it without it. He said, if we don't do it, who will? So they did. And with all the confusion around us and with all the different Christmas specials spouting off all sorts of nice things and nice ideas, this one still airs every year and still reminds us of that true meaning of Christmas that Christ came as a savior from sin. Charlie Brown, that lovable loser, he certainly expressed his frustration with good grief many times. But as God tells us in his word, and as John the Baptist reminds us, good grief is a proper attitude to prepare for our Lord's coming. True godly grief over our sins leads to repentance, leads to our Savior, born in Bethlehem. And like Charles Schultz said, if we don't share this true meaning of Christmas, who will? Let us share that gospel message of a Savior, a true Savior from our sins. Amen. Let's think of this in the words of hymn 61. Hymn 61, verses 1 and 2. <clears throat> 